A few years ago, one of the kids in my online coaching program said to me, Coach Rebecca, I wish we could just go to a gym and have you as our coach. We would all be so happy and so confident. And that warmed my heart and I was like, oh my gosh, that would be the best. And that comment stuck with me for years. So now I'm going to do something about it. I am inviting gymnasts from all over the country to join me for the first ever Confident Gymnast Camp this August 3rd and 4th. This camp is all about breaking through mental blocks. So if you're struggling with a skill and you want me and my team to help you break through in real time, then check out confidentgymnast.com for details. Hi guys, on today's podcast, I'm going to talk to you about two types of confidence, fragile confidence and lasting confidence. So if you want to stop feeling like you're on the confidence roller coaster, then this is for you. I'm going to talk about the beliefs that support lasting confidence, the things that keep your confidence fragile and what to focus on so that you can not only do well, but continue to do well. Plus, there is a really exciting announcement at the end that I hope you'll tune in for. It's a save the date about a really incredible free event that is happening. So listen to the end. All right. Welcome to the Perform Happy Podcast, where athletes and their support squad come to learn the secret weapon for sports success. I'm your host, Rebecca Smith. First, I was a scaredy cat gymnast, then a coach. Now I'm a sports psychology expert and a parent. Athletes, whether you're feeling stuck or you're having the best season of your life, I'm here to help you reach peak performance and maximum enjoyment. Hey everybody, it's me, Coach Rebecca Smith, and I'm here live with you today to talk about confidence. This is one of my favorite topics. And the type of confidence I want to talk about is lasting confidence. Now we've all had moments in life where you're like, just on top of the world, something fell into place, you're feeling so capable, things happened right, you won the medal, people gave you praise, and you're like, yes, I am amazing. But then they've also, we've had those moments where then the confidence drops, or even that great performance leads to anxiety in your next performance, because there's this feeling like, oh no, I have to duplicate that or I got to do that again. So I'm going to talk to you about the two different types of confidence, fragile confidence and lasting confidence, so that you can know if you're focusing on the right things to make sure that you can walk through this world and through your sport with confidence, regardless of if it's your best day or your worst day, because this is very important. We all have bad days in sport and you got to have the right kind of confidence to carry you through so you can dig deep and keep pushing through those hard times. Fragile confidence leads to kids having a hard day or experiencing fear or getting yelled at or having team drama or whatever it is, or, you know, feeling pulled by their social situation. And then they just stop believing themselves. And that's why a lot of athletes right around age 13, 14 end up quitting because they're at this place in life where they're like, confidence is everything. Like, am I good enough? So, so here we go. I'm going to give you guys some examples of fragile confidence. And then I'm going to tell you what the opposite version is if you want to build lasting confidence. So just listen, listen to, as I go through this list, which one are you currently doing? Okay, so if you have fragile confidence, it means that your confidence is based on things that are outside of you. Okay, so it depends on how other people view you. 
I am so guilty of this one that I'm like, tell me I'm okay. Tell me I did a good job. Give me an A plus. Then I'll feel like I'm good. Okay, this is, it's human, you know, especially with little like people pleasers or perfectionists. We really want people to tell us that we're okay and then we'll feel okay. And a lot of gymnasts, I know they, they don't know if they did a good one until they look at their coach and was that good? Okay, good. Okay, lasting confidence is based on things inside of you, not things outside of you. It depends on how you view yourself. So if you have fragile confidence, you land that vault and you look at your coach, like, was that okay? Lasting confidence, you land it and go, that felt great. What do you think, coach? Like you already are checking in with yourself and going, okay, based on my own self-awareness, I can feel X, Y, and Z. And then you also check in because you're not afraid of criticism. You're like, tell me more, coach. What can I do to improve? So that's sort of like the cherry on top is that external feedback, but you don't require it in order to understand how you're doing, okay? Fragile confidence, you are working for outcomes. Okay, your worth is really based on those outside things. Like, are, did you get the skill? Did you reach the deadline? Did you get the medal? Did you get the score? And if you did, whew, then you're okay, if you're building lasting confidence, then you are also working very hard, but you're focusing on the things you can control. You're letting go of those outcomes. You are not working just for the score or the medal or the cut or the, you know, the meat, whatever it is. You are focusing on what you can control. Okay. And, and that is your effort, your attitude, how you show up that day, making sure you get enough sleep, all those little elements that add up. And you are just putting one foot in front of the other. You're taking it one skill at a time. You're putting all your energy into what you are doing, trusting that the outcomes will come when it's time. And you also know that no matter how well you perform, you're okay. And you'll get there. You have grit if you're working based on internal requirements rather than external requirements. And you're you're like, yeah, I will reach my goal. It's just a matter of time if I put in the work. And then you just focus on the work instead of getting all stressed out because of outcomes. And then when the outcome doesn't happen, you feel like, oh, I'm not good enough. That's fragile confidence. If you don't get the outcome, you're just not there yet if you have lasting confidence. Okay. If you have fragile confidence, you believe you get lucky when you do well. You go like, oh, the judges were just being nice or you sort of discount it and you feel like, well, it's it's just because of this or that or this person wasn't there or because my big competition fell. You sort of feel like the only reason that you did well is because you got lucky or at least that's part of it. Whereas somebody who's building lasting confidence believes that you did well because you focused, you worked hard and you were determined and you didn't give up. So you know that the reason that you succeeded was because of all the work you put in, not because you're talented or because you got lucky or because the judge liked you or, you know, or because someone else didn't show up. You know that your success is a result of your input, your effort, your attitude. Okay. If you have fragile confidence, then you are working based on external motivation. Your motivation is to please others, to beat others. There's this other focus. You know, you're comparing yourself to others. And so you're wanting to be better. And that's what motivates you. 
Whereas if you have lasting confidence, you are fueled by an internal motivation. You are working to please yourself. Now, I don't mean that you're then going to beat yourself up and say that wasn't good enough. That wasn't good enough. Instead, you're working because you like to be great and it feels good to do your best. And that's it. It's not about anybody else. It's not about what the coach expects. It's not about what the parents expect. It's not about what the teammates expect. It's you know how great it feels to perform to your most potential. So you go at it and you let it rip and you don't, you don't worry about the potential for failure. I know this is like, could be a a 180 for some of you. And it's, I don't expect you to like flip a light switch and get to this place where you're like, I'm only motivated by the internal feeling of good. I want that for you. You can get there. But this is the, this is the ideal is that you can get out there and be like, I am going big. I'm not playing not to lose. I'm not just trying to stay on the beam. I'm going to go for it. I am playing to unlock my true potential. And yes, I might fall. And yes, I might fail. But you know what? It doesn't matter what anybody else thinks because I'm going to know I went out there and I gave it my best. It doesn't matter what other people are doing, okay? People with fragile confidence feel obligated to perform well. They feel like my parents have put so much into this. My coaches have put so much into this. We've spent so much time and so much money. I have to do well. Also, they feel this obligation to perform well because of expectations. That previous season that went so well, is like an albatross around their neck. It's heavy. It's like people are talking. People are expecting me to be great, okay? When you have lasting confidence, you have a choice to perform. You choose to carry the weight of your sport. It is heavy and it's hard. Every athlete who is beyond the intermediate level, who is investing a lot of their time and effort and energy and blood, sweat, and tears, it's hard, And you do it because you get those amazing feelings when you accomplish, when you overcome, when you climb that wall and you get to the other side of it. But you ultimately have to have a choice. And you go, you know what? I choose, you know, to strap on these point shoes and beat my toes to a a pole. I choose to rip my hands. I choose to show up and practice and perform. And I choose to be here ready to go and to endure the ups and downs of my sport versus feeling like I have to, I must, I need to. So if your athlete walks around saying, I have to get this skill, I need to, that gives you an inclination that they are walking around with fragile confidence versus somebody with lasting confidence is like, I'm excited. I am so happy about my opportunity to like, give this a try. I want to do well. I want to get this skill. I want this versus I have to, I need to. I hear a lot of that in kids that have performance anxiety, which is another hallmark of fragile confidence. Okay, somebody who has fragile confidence is proud of themselves when they do well only, (laughs) okay? Somebody who has lasting confidence is proud of themselves when they work and they learn, okay? Now, this doesn't mean that they have nailed it. But they're proud when they can walk away from a competition or from a practice and go, ooh, light bulb. I know what I need to change next time. I got it. That is a source of pride because that you can get in any practice. The very worst practices and the total disaster meets are where you can gather the most wisdom. And somebody who's working toward 
lasting self-confidence is going to be able to go, let's reflect, let's find the lessons and use them as stepping stones and catapults into success. They're going to be reflecting after every competition and going, what did I learn here? What, where's their room for improvement? Okay. And how can I pat myself on the back for what I did well too? Versus the fragile confidence is going to, they only want to, they only feel good when things go really great. And it just leaves too much potential for disaster emotionally. Okay. Also, people with fragile confidence think that anything less than perfect is not good enough. Which, let me tell you, spoiler alert, there's no such thing as perfect. And I bet you, for any of you perfectionists out there or parents of perfectionists, nothing is ever good enough. This is the kid who gets a 97 in math and freaks out and is upset because they should have had 101 or nothing. You know, that's the kid who lands 20 routines, wobbles on one or falls on one and just like beats himself up about that over and over. It's the kid who is coming back from a mental block, making progress for the first time in months. And all they can feel is that they should have been farther ahead already. They should have been doing what their friends are doing and they're not. So they're eroding their internal confidence faster than they can build it through successes on the outside. Okay, if you if you ha- are building lasting confidence, then you know that it's okay to have a voice. Okay, athletes who have fragile confidence don't have a voice. They don't want to speak up. They don't want to ask for help. They don't want to make waves. They really want to be liked at all costs because that's the source of their self-worth. You have to like me or I am not okay. So I'm not going to ask for a spot because I'm afraid that you'll think that I'm asking for too much. It's like they overthink so much because they're so externally focused or somebody with lasting confidence knows that their truth is valuable. They are not afraid to speak up for what they need and what feels right. And that is the biggest shift in athletes I work with who are overcoming big fears. The athletes who have become willing to value their own experience enough to share it with other people and say, you know what, coach, I'd really love to do that, but I just don't think I'm ready yet. Could we try X? You know, and that's hard for a 10-year-old who does not speak. That's very, very, very hard to learn how to have that conversation. But the core of that is knowing your truth is valuable, even if it differs from your coach or your parent or your teammate. Your truth is always valuable and your voice is not only important, but necessary through your sport journey. And that's what's going to really build that lasting confidence. Okay, so this brings me to a very important and exciting announcement. We have been working behind the scenes for a year and a half to create what is going to be released on May 14th of this year, 2022. I am so excited to tell you to save the date, May 14th, for the Confident Gymnast Summit. And what this is, is it's an entire day of like the most incredible humans coming together to motivate and inspire young athletes. We have Olympians, we have experts, we have like the most incredible lineup of famous gymnasts who are going to come and teach you everything that they that they can in like little bite-sized pieces to turbocharge your confidence and make this the best season ever. And the best part, it is free. It's 100% free. And we will have we'll have an upgraded option where if you want to get all the recordings, if you want the swag bag, you can be a VIP. And that money we're going to be sharing with charity. So it's all for a good cause. And really our whole point is to help kids find their voice, find their lasting confidence 
and learn from people who have absolutely been there. So mark your calendar, May 14th. Next week, we're going to have the registration link out. Get excited. As soon as we have that link, we'll get ready to, to get it out to you so that you can join us. Tell your gym, tell every single gymnast you've ever met. It's going to be the most amazing event. And I'm so pumped. So reach out to us if you have any questions and get yourself working on lasting confidence. That comes from inside. Healing that relationship you have with yourself will always outweigh you know, those external circumstances. And once you get your relationship with yourself right, you will be unstoppable. All right, you guys, I'll see you soon. Bye. Thank you so much for joining me for this week's episode of the Perform Happy Podcast. If you're ready to unlock your maximum sport potential, head over to performhappy.com and join us. You'll be training alongside world champion athletes and Olympic hopefuls. And I will personally take you through my research-based system for overcoming fear and mental blocks, building confidence, and finding your flow. I'm coach Rebecca Smith, and I'll see you next time.